Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith. I make a lot of podcasts, but when I'm not making podcasts, I only listen to one, and it's Masters of the Retroverse. You heard it here from Silent Bob. Hey guys, this is Pixel Dan, and just wanted to tell you to make sure to check out Masters of the Retroverse. Until next time. Hey, this is Brian from Super 7, and you are listening to Masters of the Retroverse. So are the moments. Come to my hand. I, Lion-O, command it. Hi, this is Larry Kenny, voice of Lion-O. You're listening to Masters of the Retroverse with Adam and David. Thunder, thunder. Thundercats! Ho! Hi, everyone. And welcome to Masters of the Retroverse! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up, everyone? What How's it going? What it is! So, David, how's it hanging, pal? Oh! Oh, it's, it's, it's wonderful, man. I love it. I love life. life I love everything. Great. Life you know, is good. Life, life is, is good, good, man. And especially with the shit that we got to talk about this week. Yes. 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 It's gonna. We be... are gonna talk about the uh, the new Netflix show made by our friends that made the toys that made us, and it's a little show called The Movies That Made Us. Yes. And I'm super excited because at first I was like, bah, you know. Yeah, it'll be all right, you know. And then uh, I watched it. And I, I like shit like that. I love behind the scenes stuff. It's yeah, so cool. yeah, so cool. So, well, let's do a quick catch up, man. What's uh, what's new in your world? Quick catch up, ninety second catch up with Adam and David. Brought to you by Tide. No, it's not. But <laughs> let's go. Not really. But if they want to pay us, go for it. <laughs> How to keep your clothes clean in ninety seconds. No. Um, don't so wear any. That's what I do. I don't wear any, especially <laughs> not drawers. I find it way easier for access. Oh yeah, TMI. Anyways, no man. So um, just this this past two weeks has been actually you know fun filled extravaganza. Have uh, had you know Christmas parties and and everybody's getting ready for Christmas. Everybody's trying to get all their stuff up and everybody wants to put lights up and all this stuff. And I'm like, ah, oh, just stop it. I am a uh, Scrooge. Yeah. Bah humbug. Right. Bah humbug. <laughs> but, um, no, really though, we had our, we had our family Thanksgiving. It was good. We had, <clears throat> we had, uh, we, we had a lot of things happen in the family, you know, not going into detail, but, um, everything, everything was good. We got a Christmas party coming up from my work this, uh, this next, this week. So, that's going to be exciting. The my work is paying for our meals and that's for a couple. It's it's a good amount of money for a couple and then for a single, you know, if you can't eat for 50 bucks then you're doing something wrong. Um for a per, for one person. So they're they're taking proactive is a good place, man. I like it. I like my job. All I do is tool around, man. That's all I do. Sit in a little shop and tool around, but this week has been uh 
pretty exciting. Um, we pulled some some good moves off today. Uh, we were leaving from work, and uh, Mr. Stewart stopped me to talk to me. He's the guy that runs the building, right? And as we're talking or whatever, my other my other buddy walks up, and he's, like, really quiet, and he stops by the door, and he just looks at me, and I, I see him through the side of my eye, so I walk a little bit more forward in the door, thinking he was just going to try to sneak past so he didn't have to talk to Mr. Stewart, you know, because Mr. Stewart likes to talk. I like to talk to Mr. Stewart. Anyways, so he still stood there. So I was like, okay, game on. I know what this guy wants to do. And I let Mr. Stewart tell his story and all this stuff. And I, you know, engaged with him and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, man. I was like, so what's CCS about? You know, it's an acronym. Anyways, um, it's another thing that works in the same building as us. And they haven't got there yet. And, um, or VBS or whatever it was. It was one of them weird acronyms. I, I don't know the, the, what it is because I don't work in it. Um, VBS? But, yeah. Vacation Bible School? Yeah, totally. Vacation Bible School. <laughs> Man, if if, if 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 God was looking down on me this moment, he'd be very mad. Anyways, long story short, right? I go through this conversation with Mr. Stewart, and I'm like, uh, I was like, yeah, Mr. Stewart, so uh, this is where they're going to be over here behind me. And I point over my shoulder, and this whole time, Mike is sitting around the door, and the hallway goes down right next to Mr. Stewart's door. And I was like, you know, I was like, I was like, well, what is this? Can you come over here and look at this real quick? I was like, it's it's right here. And I walked out. So as I'm walking out, Mike's standing by the door and he's like, he snorts like a pig at him. <laughs> Mr. Stewart <laughs> freaks out, dude. He freaked out. He just he starts. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some freaking some choice words came out of his mouth. Like, I don't even know all of them. And I know a lot of cuss words. Just saying. <laughs> it was a good day, though. It was a good day. All right. My days are always fun-filled like that. On top of work, obviously, but like... Yeah, man. Little... That's... No, that's good. When you enjoy your job, you enjoy the place you work. I'm the same way, man. You know, we, we're we like a family at my work. Um, it's, uh, it's, a good, it's a good time, man. We, yeah. Uh, every day is an adventure. Yes, it's stressful. Yes, you want to pull your hair out. Uh, you know, but... Hey, it's it's work, you know. It's what pays, and it's it's always good to get paid doing something that you enjoy. So, yeah, no, I'm the same way, man. My my week was last couple weeks have been pretty good. It's been stressful, you know, with all the Christmas shopping. Thank yeah. God for Amazon and online shopping. I'm sorry. I know everybody should shop at the the local places and that type of stuff. But honestly, man, like where I live, you don't want to be out and about in the stores. I don't even like going grocery shopping right now. Like I, I literally do the the uh, the the online grocery shopping thing and have it delivered to my house. I'll pay the fifteen, <laughs> dude. I do. It's great. It's fifteen. It usually costs me about fifteen bucks. <laughs> they do all the shopping for you. They, you know, if there's something that you order that you know they don't have or you they need to substitute, they call you. You know, she calls you. Your personal shopper calls you and says, "Hey, you know, we got this instead of this. That's fine." It's great, man. I love it. So yeah, Dana hates when I have pizza delivered. What? <laughs> oh my god, man! You get everything delivered. Everything. <laughs> I'm lazy. I'm lazy. I don't like when I get home. I don't want to go back out, and I don't go back out. <laughs> yeah, your personal time's your personal time, man. It, it is, man. I treasure it. Yeah. I treasure it because then I get to do things like this with you and hang out with all of our friends and have a great time and talk about all the shit that we love. So yeah. speaking of which, let's talk some retro news. What do you got, buddy? 
All right. So I am super excited. We have a couple things to talk about. Um, I have not stated this on any of our other shows. I don't think, uh, I don't even think on our first episode that we did together when we talked about our five favorite movies, I think, mm-hmm. do we go into that? Um, I, I did more or less the pop culture type movies, but this, this movie, right. This series of movies that, 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 it, that came out, um, it's came out since like 1960s and to have this guy performing another one after all that drama that went on with him with the last one um is actually awesome because he's one of my favorite people to play this character ever since sean connery and if you haven't figured it out by now it's it's james bond and daniel craig so uh, the new James Bond movie coming out. It's going to be called No Time to Die. Uh, this is going to be uh, this is going to be Daniel Craig's. I, I hope this isn't going to be his last, but I'm assuming it's going to be his last 007 film because everything that went on before. Uh, I think his contract was up on the last one, um, and I think they worked him in to get him into this one because I don't think he likes playing the character. He doesn't want to be you know pigeonheld as remembered as a James Bond. Like, in my eyes, what's so wrong about being known as right. James Bond? That's almost like a legendary status. If you're James Bond, you know, it's like being Doctor Who. It's, right? It's, it's a status symbol, really. I mean, it's an honor. And yeah, you'll be remembered as that, but you could still go on and do other things. Oh, yeah, dude. Freaking Daniel Craig is probably the best James Bond, I think, since Sean Connery. Can I be in honest my, with you about something? You're a Roger Moore fan. I don't think I've ever seen a James Bond movie. Are you freaking serious? I'm serious, man. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a full James Bond movie. But nope. you've watched, but you've watched um, Austin Powers, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I know, totally I know the spoofs of James Bond. I know, and I know the, I got the gist of it. I know what it's about and stuff, and it looks cool. I've just never really, it's never really interested me enough to where I'm like, I'm going to sit down and spend two hours of my life and watch this movie. I don't know what it is. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm super picky about the movies that I watch. Now, <laughs> it's funny because a lot of people may laugh at that. Well, you guys also watch Kung Fury. Well, yeah, but that's entertaining. It's just one of those things that I'm super picky about the movies because they are, I have such a short attention span and it's two hours that I got to sit there and watch this. And I've just never had the interest to do it. Yeah, I don't know. And then the storytelling behind it, and and I just love everything about James Bond, man. Ever since I saw the Sean Connery ones, and yeah, there's one, Her, Her Majesty's Secret Service, which, you know, people are like, oh, that's not really James Bond. It is James Bond, but it's not called, like, you know, 007, like everything after that on Her on Her Majesty's Secret Service. It's like 1960-something. It was before Sean Connery. It's the actual first, the first movie to start the James Bond series off. And there's been so many damn movies, and there's a lot of people that are the fans of, you know, the Roger Moores and um, Pierce Brosnan and, uh, fuck, who's the other one? Roger Moore, Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig, Sean Connery, and there's one more. Was uh, Timothy Dalton. Timothy, Timothy Dalton, Dalton. Yeah. 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 See, look at that. See, that's how much of a fan I am. I know them all. Like, <laughs> I yeah. like James Bond, man. I just went through a spy thing, dude, and like, and then it was freaking awesome. Yeah, Daniel Craig kind of got me off the track. I didn't like. I wasn't a big Casino Royale fan. Um, it's a remake of another one, uh, of an earlier because they had Casino Royale Royale made before in the in the late '60s. But um, 
I don't know, man. I just it, you're into the poker thing, right? Like into poker and cards and all that crap. No. No, and it was really, really heavy into that, and like there was a lot of back and forth. Why they're at the table, and it's like, dude, this isn't, this isn't James Bond. This is James Bond's chase scenes, women, fancy weapons, like technology. You know, yeah, they had some of that in there, and they that's when they put the CIA guy in there again. Uh, that uh, black guy, I can't remember him. He's a, he's in a, he's in Westworld. He's the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a, what you're talking about. Yeah, he's the CIA guy. Okay. Um, I can't remember his name. Um, but yeah, just that's how I've always remembered it. You know, cars, guns, action, and women. Yeah. Do you know about, I do, I, do, I have seen like pictures <laughs> and videos and stuff of a lot of the cars and that's pretty badass. Like, you know, Aston Martins is just, yeah. I, I'm, I love, I love European cars, man. I'm so Especially into the them. Ones, man. Yeah, definitely. Like I love, don't get me wrong. I love the American muscle cars. I'm a, yeah. obviously a huge Mustang fan, but like just British, British stuff in general, it just always intrigued me. And I love it. Aston Martins and, uh, you know, obviously triumphs and, yep. and Norton's and all that time, uh, motorcycles, BSAs. all that shit. Love it, man. Royal BSAs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is actually Indian, but still, still British, but still R- Royal Enfield. The original Royal Enfield? Well, not the original one. Well, but... Yeah, the ones who own it now, just like Triumph. Triumph's not a British company anymore. It's an American company. Originally, it was a British company. Yeah. So. Yeah. What do you think about, so this being his last one, um, there's been a lot of rumors, and I've heard them, that Idris Elba could be the next James Bond. And I think Ooh. he'd make a Idris Elba. I need to look him up. I didn't, I didn't know that. I wasn't tracking yeah um did you you just look it up no 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 i've heard about this for a long time because they're talking about having a black james bond and is he the same guy that plays the bad guy on the dark tower or whatever Uh, yes yes he was and he was 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 in the the office calvin and hot or calvin and hobbs (laughs) calvin hobbs he was in the office he was on there for a little while um Uh, what was it hobbs and um yeah, the one with the rock yeah. or whatever. Yeah, Fast and Furious. Roxy, mm-hmm. stop barking. Damn. Yeah, but he's a fantastic actor, man. I think he would he'd be, be. I think he'd be good because he's you know, the British, very British. I don't know. He's he, he's a cool dude. I think he'd do good. But then there's also talk that there could be a black woman as 007. So they will lose a lot of fans. They might. Yeah. But I'm not, well, I'm you know what? To though? Hate. I'm not trying to hate on any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Not doing it. Not hating. But Ian Fleming never envisioned this character in anything but, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because James Bond is surrounded by, you know, beautiful women. And yes. He's a playboy, and he's and now a rich guy. <sighs> yeah. Man, now you just brought me down. It's it's rumors, man. It's rumors. They've been talking about it. Who knows what the hell's going to happen? But I feel like job of not hearing the rumors. <laughs> but I feel like they they're they're trying to follow in the steps of Doctor Who. Doctor Who did it. Jodie yeah, Whittaker. Doctor Who, is... Doctor Who could do that. It's a yeah. scientist. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. This yeah. is this is supposed to be. You know, I can understand. Uh, you know, uh, the what's his name? The black dude. Uh, him, I can understand moving to him, right? But making James Bond a woman, I'm not trying to be sexist, 
James Bond cannot be a woman. It's tradition, yeah. But there again, so was Doctor Who, and there's a lot of people that were kind of like up in arms about it. Oh, it's not traditional. Doctor Who's always been a always been a guy, always been a man. He's always had a uh, his companion has always been a woman, and now you know Jodie Whittaker came in, and I think she's doing a fantastic job. So who yeah. knows? But but that's a scientist. That's a right. Yeah, a philosopher. And, and, and that's it's a, different it, too because. Because, you know, Doctor Who regenerates, whereas James Bond is just different people playing that role, which is kind of cool, too, in a fact that nobody really ever questions. Well, why is de- it? No, they do. They they clearly state that like they get decommissioned, right? Retired or whatever, and then a new one. Because it happened in Daniel Craig's first one. He became oh. a 007. Oh, okay. All right. So, so they're not trying so- to play it off as the same guy. Yeah, double double O seven is just. Then why the is his name? Is. Why is his name always James Bond? Then that's a good question. <laughs> but I mean, but they get. De- I I think they, in a se- essentially they rebooted as James Bond. You know what I mean? Like yeah. James Bond is the character. James right. Bond double O seven Bond, James Bond. You know what I mean? Like, can a woman say that? Jamil James Bond. Bond. Jamil Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Bond. Jackie Bond. Jackie Bond. The name's Bond. Sharice <laughs> Bond. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll see what comes of it. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> well, let's move on to the next retro news bit because this might this might take us a minute to talk about. Yes, this is gonna be an extended news. The new Ghostbusters! Oh, yes. Afterlife, man, the new trailer. Today is is December 9th. It is a Monday. Yes, we are recording on a weekday because the weekend just didn't pan out for us to record. And I'm glad that we waited because we got to see this fantastic trailer for the new Ghostbusters Afterlife. And it looks awesome. It's it's amazing. It's, it's, It's crazy that, like... I'd watched it and I literally just hit post and you text me and you say, have you seen this trailer yet? <laughs> it's like, are you're you on like the same level. All clicking, the way. We're clicking. We are, we are, we're, we're, we're clicking. And then it's dude, it was awesome. So the story goes is it's got, um, Oh, what's the kid's name? Finn Wolfhard. Yep. From stranger, stranger things. things. He plays, I guess, kind of the main kid. And him and his mom, and this is just a little bit that we got from the trailer. Him and his mom are basically poor. They're broke. They got evicted, and they moved to her grandpa's house that he left them, right, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that. Well, I don't. Are they? Is because the little girl is more than she's. I don't. know. Is Finn related to Spangler? I I don't know. I didn't. I'll have to watch the trailer. I, I thought, literally watched it once, and I got yeah. chills, and I'm like freaking out, texting you. I'm like, oh my god, have you seen this? Yeah. So the the from what I got from it, the the little girl was related, and then she moved to the new town with her mom, and she met the Finn Wolfhart's character and Paul Rudd at school, right? And she had brought something that she had found in the house, which was a ghost trap. Is what I got. Like, uh, maybe we need to confirm this. This is not hard truth yet, but I'm right. pretty sure because, because like when I say the line, when he says the line after she, after he picks up the the ghost trap, after Paul Rudd picks up the ghost trap, and he says, "Who are you?" 
related to again and and then it pans to her and like she never says the name right and it showed for a second in the closet right spangler but they didn't show it oh well i didn't really see it because i had it on my phone i couldn't read it it says spangler okay yeah so it's all i think it's all of them but it's spangler yeah so egon's this is this movie is going to be about egon's grandkids right because they said this was my grandpa's he passed away and something i don't know yeah 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 yeah. and then there the whole town starts it's like shaking and all that crap yeah messing around with that oil oil well yeah so i'm really excited about this man i'm looking at the casting right now for it and i will say this is going to be an amazing movie like Fuck that Ghostbusters that they put out a couple years ago. That was a piece of... I never watched it, but I'm telling you right now... I was like, is this... I wanted to be like, is this canon? And there again, I'm not... I'm not being sexist at all, but it was... It was fucking trash. Absolute trash. This is the real deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is totally continuation. So this is one, two. Now this is three in my mind. And it looks dark. Like, Like it looks... Dark. It looks... It looks like it should be the next level of... Of everything that developed in the other in the in the 80s versions, you know, which were kind of fun, campy comedies, you know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah, and then and they have Bill Murray, Bill Murray's little song he's singing, right? It's not Bill Murray singing it. I think it's Paul Rudd singing it. Oh, okay. When he's doing the thing, right? In the first one, when he's going around, um, what's her Elaine's apartment? Is it Elaine? What's her name? Oh yeah, um, Sigourney Weaver character, right? Yeah, and he's singing, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that in there. That's in the. You need to watch the trailer again. After I need. This. Yeah, I need to watch it again. Okay. But it's not. I don't think it's him singing. I think it's Paul Rudd. It might be him. They just dolled it, dolled it up. <laughs> I'm yeah. talking like I'm sexy. <laughs> yeah, dolled it up. You see? Yeah, it got all dolled up. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about the cast real quick. So you got Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. You got Paul Rudd. Yeah. Big name, big name, and that's really all that we see in the uh, in the in the trailer. Besides the the girl, which honestly, I famous I did, too. I saw uh, blonde hair. Um, she's been in a few things. She usually has blonde hair. And uh, For, uh, wait, wait, wait. Now we're talking about the same person, right? Yeah, with glasses, like, fr- frilly hair with glasses. Right, that, I saw the glasses, and and I heard. I thought it, honestly, I thought it was a little boy. But I, I, I heard him slash her say um, something about my grandpa. And as soon as I saw the glasses, because he's wearing the circular glasses, yeah, just like Egon did. I'm like, oh, my God, that's Egon's kid, granddaughter, whoever it is. So we got them. Paul Rudd, man, right off the bat. Huge name. He's going to be awesome in this. But we were talking Paul Rudd. That's, that's going to be comic fucking. Right there. Cool. Yeah. Paul Rudd with his little quips. Even though it's going to be a dark movie, I think it's going to have you know the the little bit of enlightenment like like the original one i mean because really for the original one yeah it was campy but in a way it was pretty damn scary as a kid like as a yeah you know six seven eight library kid watching it yeah Yeah. dude that's some scary shit yeah so um but i wanted to mention what they're showing here as far as the cast uh we do have bill murray uh on the cast dane Aykroyd on the cast sigourney weavers on the cast and Ernie Hudson on the cast. Really? Yep. And Annie Potts. You got Janine on there. 
So, I mean, it looks like all the original ones, the surviving members, you know, well, I mean. If they have some footage, if they have some footage from Egon, like when, you know what I mean, like deleted scene type shit of him, like that would be, and they put it in there like on the camcorder or something, that would be fucking awesome. Or even if it was like CGI, that would be cool. Nah, I mean, they could do it. Like, like not actually have, like you were saying, have like camcorder footage or something like that. I think they could do that up to where it would look good and it would look believable. But that would be that would be really cool. Yes. Like him talking to his granddaughter or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to dude. I'm pretty damn excited for this, man. Um, we're going to have the to keep fucking, watch out. Dude, this. the Ecto one. We got to talk about that. Oh, yeah. 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 The Ecto one like that. That. So. So what was it like six months ago? We were teased with that little thing coming coming in 2020 and it's like the wind blowing it like goes up to that farmhouse and it opens up the door i thought it was fan-made dude i thought it was fan-made. i don't remember, i never like, saw that really no I'm, you need to look it up man like six six months maybe even further back than that it was teased it it teased ghostbusters 2020 i thought it was fan-made because like you know nowadays there's fan-made fucking everything oh yeah but it goes in and i kind of kind of sparked my interest because the wind blew up or whatever the wind blew up and you could see half of the ghostbuster fucking sign on the door oh so i was like are you fucking kidding me on the door of the ecto one yeah because it was covered up it was covered up by a canvas tarp yeah because they showed it a clip of it just a second of it in the trailer and it was all rusted and patina i'm like all this cool that was it it was in the trailer for long they showed a drive they showed a driving they showed it at the watch now with the gunner door the gunner door pops out and shit she's sitting in the thing dude i might not have seen the same trailer you did send me the link of the trailer that you watched or tag me in it or whatever it's on masters of the retroverse page go ahead and check it out yeah well yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) because the one that i shared it was funny you shared that one and i shared one that i found from I don't know, Nerdist or somebody like that had posted it. Yeah. So it may be a different trailer. So I'll have to check that out for sure. Yeah, it was it was official, just like yours. The cover of it looked just like the one that you posted on your on your regular page, on your personal page. Oh, okay. All right. <sighs> like it had the it had the Ecto one like like drifting through the cornfield. Yeah, I saw it. Well, I saw it. I don't know. It was like driving down a gravel road or something. So. I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah, watch watch the one that I put on our page because it's got it's got she pops out the gunner door like they're messing around with the Ecto one. It's all rusted and patina like you said. Um, they like slide in with it when they're going around a corner and shit. Like there's a yeah. lot of scene a lot of scene in that trailer with the Ecto one. Okay, freaking awesome dude. That that's what that is what freaking drove me freaking crazy man. I was like I almost stopped breathing. <laughs> i know i can't, I can't believe we're so fucking excited i'm so fucking excited for this man and jason reitman is the one that's directing it and he's the one that directed ghostbusters 2 so they've so kept that with you know that's freaking awesome with it. everything yeah. that he has now you know i know yeah. i really i wasn't I, I watched ghostbusters 2 i wasn't like a super fan of it you know the statue of liberty and the slime the pink slime yeah and putting it on stuff and make but that was that was the early '90s, right? It was like '89, I believe. Yeah, '89. Yeah. So so, 
I got to give him respect for what he had to work with and how he had to do things, you know, and and try to step it up from from the first one, man. The first one was so memorable, dude. Like, there's nothing like that first scene in Ghostbusters in the library. Oh yeah, you see the ghost for the first time, flying off the uh, shelf. Yeah, and and then and then as we get into the to the more guts of the show, we'll get into the things that like they went over to do those special effects. Oh my gosh, you're just like practical effects, dude. That's it's the shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what they had back then, man. I wonder if we're gonna get to see Slimer. They're probably not gonna reveal that in the trailer. No, it'll be a surprise. That's gonna be that. yeah. That's gonna be like the Chewbacca. Uh, you know, when, when we first saw Chewbacca in Star Wars, uh, the, 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 you know, the, the latest one. Oh, yeah, which we one saw it in um, uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's going to so be like sad, that man. moment. It's just like, oh, my God! You know, you got to see Chewbacca and the Millennium Falcon. We're going to get to see Ecto-1 and Slimer and Ray and all the guys. Yeah, we saw, well, we saw him in a trailer, too. Because they popped up with Harrison Ford and Chewbacca in the trailer, and everybody like the fucking internet went wild when when they popped up in that trailer. You know, yeah, but it was still that like because he comes home because he right. comes because he Here hadn't we had home. the Millennium Falcon, and he just like and right. he's like Chewie, we're, we're home. home. Yep. And even, <laughs> but even even knowing that was coming and seeing that in the trailer, man, when it yes. came about. Um, when it came about in the uh, in the theater, dude, it was like completely different. It was just, yeah. oh, so good, so good. So I'm I'm excited, man. I, I got a feeling we're gonna be talking a lot more about that movie on this show, and uh, we'll see if we can get Dan Aykroyd on the show. Why don't you work on that? Okay. <laughs> he probably would because you know he likes to kind of. Well, no, Bill Murray. I mean, Bill Murray's the one who likes to pop in on. On different random places. How the fuck no. do you get a hold of that guy? He doesn't have a phone. He doesn't he, have Facebook. He doesn't have. Dude, any, he's got have to write him a letter. No, Bill Murray's got a one eight hundred number that he's got a one eight hundred number that you can call and leave a message. It's like a, it's like a, um, it's like a, 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 a public number. No, like, fuck it's me. out there. He doesn't have like a manager to schedule all that shit. Like he does all this stuff himself. We need to find that number. We're going to call it and leave it a message. See if we you can get find it. the number. I'll leave. I will find it. I'll find it. You bet you I will I'll see what I can do. I'll see if I can work some magic. All right. You I'm do that. Anything. <laughs> I'll try. All right. Let's do it. All right. Well, so that retro, that last bit of retro news kind of falls in line with our main topic. Uh, we mentioned at the beginning of the show, there's a show on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, just go ahead and pause the podcast. Go uh, go watch. Take about four hours and go watch the show because there's yeah. four episodes, and it's the movies that made us. Yep. Same people that made the toys. Yep, that made us. Exactly, and, and I'm it sure is it's, good. The four sure movies they covered four major movies from. Well, not all it? the '80s. Not all the '80s, because so anyway, they had uh, Dirty Dancing, right? That was the first yep. one. Yep. Ghostbusters, Home Alone, and. What am I missing? What's the fourth one? Come on. Dirty Dancing, Ghostbusters, Home Alone. Shit. Come on. Come on, damn it. Come I can't on. think of it. What was it? Tell me. I don't know either. That's... <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I watched all of them, but I can't I remember. I did too. Damn it. Okay, hang on. Ghostbusters? Die Hard. Die Hard. Jesus, yes. In fact, that was the most recent one that I watched. 
That was the first one I watched. Uh, I started at the beginning. I watched Dirty Dancing, and no, I got no, about no. Ghostbusters was the first one. That I yeah, I started with Dirty Dancing, and I it was actually really cool. Like I, I don't really remember watching that movie as a kid because it was kind of you know, ooh, it was kind of risque, and you're too ooh. young to watch this type of stuff, you know. But my sisters Those both butts, watched. man. Oh, I know. And dirty dancing, <laughs> grinding and bumping and all that sexy stuff. Yeah, that's that's no way for a five year old to to be no movie for a five year old to be watching. So um, but I do know my sisters watched it and we had it on VHS, you know, because we had HBO and my parents would videotape pretty much every movie that came on. And we had a giant library in our basement full of all these VHSs with the stick white stickers and writing on it, you know. We had some pretty good stuff though. But there was some pretty cool uh little tidbits of information on that show. Like I love that type of stuff, man. The whole behind the scenes and like, you know, when it was made, you know, um I had no idea that uh uh what's his name was going to be cast for the role of Johnny. Um Billy Zane. Billy Zane. I'm like I I, I couldn't imagine and that movie Jennifer uh, and Jennifer um, Jennifer Gray. Uh, no, Love Hewitt. No, not no. no. Um, not Jennifer Horse Love face. Hewitt. Horse face from Sex in the City. I always yeah. call her Horse. It was uh yeah. What was her name? Uh, Sarah Jessica it? Parker. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm running. So out that was yeah. It was. That was kind of cool. To I, don't, see, I don't see to get to see why they picked the 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 people that they did. You know, they said that they didn't like the one lady that wrote the book or whatever. She she was dead set on Kurt Russell or Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Sorry. Yeah, his eyebrows, his eyebrows yeah. overcame his his eyes or whatever, and that's what drew her. Right. Drew She's like, I have to have him, but his resume said no dancing. And then yeah. somebody's like, you know what? Actually, he does do dancing, but he doesn't put it on his resume because he's got a knee injury. From, and he yeah, doesn't from football, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was really cool watching, like the in, watching them do the in scene where he jumps off the stage, and you know he how did, many times yeah. he had to do that, and he oh, 13, fucked up his knee. Yeah. yeah, he fucked up his knee, but he said, he said, I got one more in me. He goes, and that's it. And that last one, man, that was the one that made the movie. It's yeah. always that last one. Yeah, he, he yeah he did, the whole thing about the no dancing on his resume it was it was crazy because in the show they talk about like how his mother ran a dance studio. Yeah, and all this stuff, like and he was like and a teacher and he, or some shit in Texas. Yeah, and he and he was an accomplished ballet dancer. Yeah. So you know, on top of that, in football, it's like wow, that's kind of a weird path. It is. Yeah. Did you see the video though of Billy Zane doing the dancing? Thank yeah, God they didn't pick him. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't dance. Oh, no. I've wife never been. Him. I've never been a fan of Billy Zane. I don't. I think he's cool, man. But I, I liked him. Yeah, obviously, he was on Titanic. He was cool. Phantom. The, Is that you liked him on the Phantom? Huh? The, the Phantom? Phantom? No. The purple tights. The, the movie. Yeah, right. No, the movie <laughs> that I, I, it just, I love this movie so much, and, uh, it was uh, a Tales from the Crypt. It was Demon Knight, mm-hmm. and he played like the devil or the demon or whatever, and he was so good in that movie. Have you seen it? Yeah, I, a long time ago. I haven't watched it. Oh my god! To realize that so it was good. Billy Zane. You know, yeah, it was more like when I was a kid. I used to oh, be into horror when I was a kid too. So, 
Yeah, that movie's that movie's awesome, and that's really what I mean. Kind of drew me to him. I like he's a good actor. So, but anyway, yeah, the uh, Mummy. I didn't like him on the Mummy either. Yeah, yeah, he was all right. Titanic. Titanic to me was probably his best role for me. Like that. That I like. That I, you know, because he played the bad guy, right? So, right. So he plays a good bad guy. I don't think he could ever be a hero, i.e. Patrick Swayze's Roadhouse and all that good shit. He always plays the fucking hero. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when has he ever played a bad guy? Right. Yep. Billy Zane, in my eye, in my eye, he always plays a good bad guy. Yep. No, you're right. You're right. He's just, he's just got that look. Yep. And, and Dirty Dancing is definitely a hero. Mm-hmm. You know? Definitely. And I didn't realize when they said that there, nobody puts a baby in a corner. She was just up against the column. She wasn't really in a corner. And he he ad-libbed that. Like, yeah. the, the biggest line from the movie, and he just, like, ad-libbed it. And they hated it. Yeah, they, they hated, hated it. it. They kept yeah. it. Because the whole company was, the whole, the whole company that made that movie was a, a direct to VHS that made that movie. And this is their first feature film that they ever made. Yeah, you know? and they went under because they couldn't keep up with it. They couldn't. Well, they made some great movies after that. I don't even remember the titles of them. They all look like there shit. was one that I knew that I was like, oh no, that was a pretty good movie. Uh, I can't remember what it was. Mm. What was that name? Little, of? Little Monsters. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was it. No, that was a great movie. <clears throat> really? I mean, yeah. For as a kid, I mean, it was memorable well, for me. Okay, in the eighties, yeah. It was and the okay. reason being is because I, I would, Savage I, and I remember when I rented that movie. Because I, I told my I told my stepmom, I said, I want a horror movie. I want to watch a horror movie. I was, you know, what, nine, eight, nine years old, whatever. And they were really big on, you know, like, you can't watch Rated R. Like, I always wanted to watch um, uh, Total Recall. And yeah. they would never let me watch it. Because of the you movies? Well, yeah, well, probably. But it was Rated R. So they're like, okay, well, we'll get you this. I'm like, well, that looks dumb. And then I, I watched it. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I think I watched it like three three or four times that weekend. I thought it was a great movie. So anyway, yeah. more nostalgia than it was actually a good movie because I actually watched it with the kids recently, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this doesn't really hold up, but it's got that nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. So. Let's go into episode two. Okay, which was, uh, I can't remember which one it was, but let's talk about Home Alone real quick, man. Another iconic movie. I think that's actually episode two. Okay, good. I'm right on the ball then. Another movie that they didn't think was going to make it, you know, like it's it's crazy that, you know, they didn't think the movie was going to make it because they couldn't hire the right director. You know, they didn't they didn't feel right uh, with certain people that they cast for certain parts. And the best thing is, is, you know, the person that wrote that movie is the same guy that wrote Animal House. He wrote A Christmas Vacation. He wrote all this. He wrote all those great 80s movies, you know, that we remember. And um, what was it? Uh, what was his name? I can't remember what his name is. Um, Howard Hughes. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the guy that did uh, uh, um, Breakfast Club. Yeah, Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink. 16, 16 candles, candles, all that shit, yeah. Yeah, he did all those iconic movies. Did he do Weird Science? I believe so. I think he did. Because he, he, he ran the Brat Pack. Like, yeah. He's yeah. the one that... Essentially made them, and like Robert Downey Jr., Emilio Estevez, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, whatever. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, yeah. 
you know, all, all those, all those characters that we see in those movies all the time, you know, and, and he had, he had outlets to the national lampoon thing. Like he had so many characters that came from national lampoon. It was a freaking insane, you know, like Chevy chase, um, uh, John candy, uh, who else was it? Um, what the hell is well, it? Well, the kid the... that played rusty. Yeah. The, the rusty Griswold. Yeah. Uh, the original one. Yep. Um, or uh, yeah, the original one. Yeah, he was in, he was in uh, Weird Science, and he was in, yeah, so he was in Bill Pullman. Yeah, he was Chip. <laughs> yep, I thought it was cool that John Candy, like they had, they had one day to 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 tape him. He basically did that as a favor, which was really cool of him. And like that whole scene where they're in the airport, it was all pretty much ad lib. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Polka, polka, polka. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. He, he just goes genius. off. Yeah, he and was it, so it, good, man. I miss like, him he, so much. They had John Candy for all of like four hours, and it turned into sixteen or twenty, twenty-three hours. Yeah, and he was like, he was a trooper, but you could tell at the end, like that's what they said in the episode. You could tell in the end that he was like, he was like, oh my gosh. And then they they even put it up that that uh, what's his name, the pizza delivery boy, made more money. Than John Candy. John did. Candy did. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Because they showed well, the pay he... stubs. That that that's just mind blowing. Yeah. And then we lost John Candy. What? Two years later. A year later. Well, didn't jo- did did John Hughes do Uncle Buck too? Yeah. Okay. Because that's where they actually got Macaulay Culkin was from that movie. Yep. And yep. you know John Candy. So like everybody ties into each other back in the eighties. It seems like. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they did all their own stunts, you know. And, and uh, Joe Pesci, Joe Pe- Joe Pesci. No, they had stunts. that guy. They had that guy that they interviewed that did a lot of the stunts for him. Because like the part where he's like, f- like he yeah. flipped backwards down the stairs and stuff. But like and... they did the legit. Like he'd go as high and as hard as he could. He got yeah. hit by the iron going down the shaft. Like he get they the stunt actors actually got like all that abuse that was going to him, like stepping on all that crap, grabbing that freaking handle. Like it was warm. It wasn't like fiery hot. Like it was on the thing, but like it was warm and like they felt the heat. So they get the reaction. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what it was. That's what was cool about all this stuff. Cause they get like these actual feelings from these people, you know, the screaming and the yelling, they'd take that and that would be the soundtrack. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't tell that it wasn't, that it wasn't, ju- um, What's his name? The Joe Pesci. Well, there's Joe Pesci and the other one. Oh, I can't uh, remember his name. I can never remember his name. Yeah, he was in City Slickers too. Yeah. Uh, but like the the soundtrack of the guy falling and screaming was actually the stuntman. It isn't they didn't they didn't have him voice it over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like ah. I thought it was funny. Uh, Daniel Stern. Um, I thought it was funny that they. Uh, oh shit! Hang on. Damn it! What was I gonna say? Ah, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, You're so excited. I know, I know. Oh, so there's one part in that movie that's still to this day, because my kids have been watching Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2, like, consecutively for the last, like, week, it seems like. And that's the part where he steps on the nail. Dude, I just... Oh, my God, I still cringe when I see that. <laughs> it just... I gotta look away. I gotta look away. Dirty, fil- you filthy animal. Oh, I, I know what I was gonna say. I think it was funny how, um, you know, Joe Pesci is very known for his 
language. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, very and the colorful. fact, that, very colorful. And he he was talking about in in it how how he had to he just like kind of started just kind of mumbling these words like making up his own bad words because he knew that it was a kind of a kid's film and that he couldn't cuss in it. Yeah. So he was just doing, oh, you son of a, you know, doing that type of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, he what did he say? Every third word has to be fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they went through some of his highlights in his other movies, and it was like literally, he's like, he'd go down there and fucking do that thing, and then he'd grab that fucking other thing, and then he'd go to just fuck that dude up and fuck that <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah. Well, I mean, he was in what Goodfellas and shit. So I mean, yeah, it was all like gangster was, movies. Man. Yeah, it was all mobster. But they yeah. couldn't have picked a better person to play that role, dude. Yeah, like the people that they were talking about having play that role, it just it wouldn't it wouldn't have it wouldn't have it wouldn't have been as big as it was. Yeah, yeah. And then the the most famous scene from Home Alone, where he puts the the um, aftershave on his face. He was supposed yeah. to do three pats and then put his hands away and be like, ah, and then he's like, he was so impressed that like a kid actually would do, he would keep his hands there. So he puts, he puts the three pats and on the third pat. He's like, ah, and keeps his hands on his face. Yeah. It's just like, all yeah. these iconic things were kind of flukes improv. You know, all, in all these movies. Yeah. It's, it's all it's like awesome. improv. It's crazy yeah. yep. because he told him to take his hands down, but then he looked at it and he's like, Actually, that's what the kid does. Like when that happens, yep. They just, you know, if something's hot. They still hold on to it. You got like knock it out of their hand, because <laughs> like, mm-hmm. the shock of it happening is too intense for them to think about being like, I should probably let this go, or I should probably stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So um, that brings us to our third episode, which is which is the one that started this out with retro news, and we could just roll into that guy, Ghostbusters. Who you gonna We just did that at the same time. We did. We are freaking nerds. Did we just become best friends? Did we? I think so. Gonna go do karate in the garage. Yep. We could go do karate somewhere in between where we both are. Let's do it. Uh yeah, Tennessee. The mountains of North Carolina. Let's do it. <laughs> so Ghostbusters, yeah. I'll let you kick this one off. I've been talking a lot. I gotta catch my breath. You gotta catch your breath. Why? Because we're so freaking excited. No, I'm excited, damn it. Okay, so the Ghostbusters, man. This episode, like, was like <sighs> blew my freaking mind, dude. I loved everything about it from the start to the finish. You know what I mean? Like the whole way they picked the whole uh, the firehouse of where they were going to do this stuff at, where they're going to film at. Um, they talk about like how they'd walk into the New York library, but then as they walked in, it would change and it was filmed in a different place. So like you weren't like only a, a certain shot of the inside of the New York library was used. And like they kept using that same shot and the budget, the budget was like, they're not, this movie's not going to make any money. Oh, Oh, Man, I'm going. I'm I'm starting was way too the, like, Was this the one that they were saying that they had like a four it was aliens, dude? Budget? They what? were. This was started out as a sci-fi. Oh yeah. Well yeah, yeah because totally... Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd wrote the script. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote this movie. Yeah. And um, man, there's a lot to this one. There's a yeah. lot to all of them, but this one it just seemed like 
there's so many rewrites and so many things happening. And the whole time during everything, um, Dan Aykroyd was getting questioned about, is Bill Murray going to make it? Yeah. It will Bill Murray be there for the first day of shooting. They were all excited about having Bill Murray and, um, um, uh, Egon, what was his name? Um, Oh, why do you got to put me on the spot like Pat, this? I'm, well, you're the guy that does it <laughs> faster Googling than me. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm horrible with names, too. Well, I'm not, actually, because I've actually nailed everything that we forgot besides this. <laughs> I know. I'm terrible at names. I'm terrible at names, dude. I Harold t- Ramis. Huh? Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis, yeah. So, um, Harold Ramis and Bill Murray, they were fresh off stripes, right? And Dan Aykroyd, and it was the whole SNL crowd is really what got this movie together. And they were all excited about having those two. Harold Ramis was there. Um, Harold Ramis also, didn't he help write? I can't remember. Yeah. Well, he was a director. He was a, he, yeah, he directed and he had to do some rewriting. Yeah. Cause this whole thing started out as like they had, space. cause he wrote, yeah, he wrote stripes and groundhogs day and all kinds of other big movies back in the day. He really wasn't, I don't think, that much of an actor. Yeah. Well, they they had a... Was that that one? No, that's Die Hard. Um, I'm trying to remember everything, because I watched all of them like in the past week. Um, but they brought in a couple different writers and all that stuff, and that like it wasn't too comedic, if I remember correctly, what Dan yeah. Eck wrote. And he, he, the whole thing that even started this is because Dan Eck... <laughs> his parents were into the paranormal and all that stuff. Yeah. And that honestly, honestly, I think that's like what could tie this into the new movie. Mm-hmm. Does it go back to the farmhouse? Yeah. And all this stuff and the Spangler, you know what I mean? Like it, it was Spangler's name on the, on the thing. Yep. And that was Dan Aykroyd's character, right? Spangler. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, no. Uh, no, Spangler was uh, Egon. Murray? No. It was, uh, it was Egon. Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis is Egon? Yeah, Egon. Who's Spangler? That's Egon. Egon Spangler. That's his name. Harold Ramis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn it. I thought Egon Dan, was... Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd was Ray. Ray. And then Bill Murray was Vankman. Vank- yeah, I remember that. And then Ernie Husband was Winston. Yeah, Winston. See, I'm horrible. I'm not, I, I should have done more studying. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm totally looking forward to this. And what we're going back on about the practical application of, of, of effects, like the scene in the library when the books are moving, they were literally on strings, and they were pulling them back and forth in between the bookshelves. Yeah, get the strings off camera. Yeah, like they have the books were at the top of the camera, so you didn't see the top of it. You know what I mean? Or they took yeah. the strings out. I, I think of, I yeah. think it was cool seeing how they did Slimer too. That was really cool. Yeah, um, there's so many different. Yeah, it, was just, it was just a puppet, you know, and the black screen behind him. It wasn't a puppet. It was a dude, and he had his real. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. It was. Wasn't and it? the face was the face of um, John Belushi. John Belushi, and they're like, we need to make this. Or it wasn't the face of John Belushi originally. And then they're like, they went 
they went to the guy and they said, you need to make this look more like John Belushi. And the guy didn't do anything to it. And the guy <laughs> just said, said it was <laughs> it's perfect. It looks just like John Belushi. And everybody's like, yeah, it does. Okay, cool. Let's go with it. <laughs> what fat and wide mouth. Like, oh yeah, like, that's it. That's yeah. it. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. Belushi. Cause he was supposed to be in there. He was supposed to be the right hand man too. Thing, and then that's when they brought in um, Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Or no, it was supposed to be him. Be- Who was it supposed to be? No, Winston I... wasn't ever supposed to come until the last minute. And he right. was supposed to show up on page 24. And eventually didn't show up until page 68 in the script. Right, yeah. He came in sooner than what he was supposed to. Yep. And he was like, he took it personally. And they were like, well, don't take it personally. It's just business, you know, and... He didn't take it personally. He was glad to be part of it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was well when he read the script. He was like, yeah. "Well, I'm not the original script I'm before not the really rewrite." Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were supposed to get Eddie Murphy in there, and Eddie Murphy wasn't in there. That's yeah. what it was. It was Eddie yeah. Murphy. That's right. Because well, you had the whole SNL thing. It was a whole, thing. SNL, was a whole yeah. SNL thing. Yep. yep. Can you imagine if John Candy would have been in there? Oh, that would have been cool. <laughs> It'd be epic, dude. That would have been badass. Did you see him trying to run away from a ghost? Oh, yeah. I know, right? They would have had him fall down so many times. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What was the movie where he did play like a... Oh, it was... Uh... Was it Arachnophobia? That he was like the pest control guy? Really? There was some movie... Yeah, there was some movie that John Candy was in where he plays... He almost looks like a Ghostbuster. He comes walking and he's got the uniform and he's got like the backpack on with the. I'm pretty sure it was arachnophobia. I got to look that up now. Damn it. Arachnophobia, <laughs> 1990. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't John Candy. It was John Goodman. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. One of those Johns. <laughs> <laughs> all right so the last one that they had was die hard that i kind of faded in and out of this one i didn't really kind of half-ass paid attention to it this so, is the first one i watched yeah so you you probably do better at this one than i will <sighs> oh man i feel like i'm doing all the talking god not i did the first two so <laughs> well i do know that okay so bruce willis was yeah. in the show moonlighting and I do remember that because my parents yeah. used to watch it. And I guess when they cast him, they were kind of hesitant, weren't they? Because they're like, well, he's more of like a smart ass romantic. Yeah, he was like smart more ass. romantic comedy, too too much of a smart ass to really do like a a gritty action, action movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. So from the beginning, this whole movie was and just like everything else on this list. You know what I mean? Like they didn't think this movie was going to make it. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then insert, oh, so we need to get our, we need to cast our lead. We're going to cast, uh, well, we can't get Arnold Schwarzenegger. We can't get Stallone. We can't get this guy. We can't get that guy. Um, who else was it? The dude from, um, uh, fuck. They even talked about, uh, fucking what was his name, man? Damn it. Um, but he's, he's reddish brown hair, curly. His headline goes back. Um, he looks more like he would have been on Star Trek. But he was in like Heat or not Heat. Um, fuck, I can't remember, man. He's an older guy, but 
It's supposed to be somebody, you know, they, they all wanted like a... Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, because I remember them saying an older guy, and I'm like, what? Yeah. It was... Uh... Well, because originally the guy who wrote the book, it's supposed to be somebody who's like 60 years old, and he drops his daughter off the building. Yeah. And that's yes. how the story really ends. Like, so it, this whole thing came from a movie. Um, what was the name of the movie? Damn it. Or the the, the book. Uh, it was a book in 1960-something. Yeah. But... It, Anyways, they ended up. This thing went through multiple fucking rewrites and all this stuff, and and um, and it got shelved. Just like just like Dirty Dancing got shelved for years. Nothing lasts forever. Is the nothing? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a James Bond film. Yeah, it does. Um, but the uh, the the script got shelved for a while, right? And they came back, and they're like, "We need to put, we need to put somebody in here." And they ended up, you know, casting. Bruce Willis, and they're like, "Well, Bruce Willis is an action star. We don't see him as being an action star." Blah blah blah, all this crap. And it turns out that that the success of this movie, right? They had that. What was it? A forty million dollar budget? No, no, it was four million. Four million. This is the one budget? that yeah, they had a four million dollar budget, and they're like, "Oh and shit!" The building needed to explode at the end. Right. <laughs> and um, it's just awesome to see how. Just to see this movie, like this is, and Hans Gruber, Hans Gruber was wasn't in any, huh? Alan Rickman, yeah. Alan Rickman wasn't in any any live action movies before this. He's a theater actor, he's a stage actor, and he's British and all this stuff. They were talking about getting other British guys and all this stuff, but their budget couldn't afford it and all this stuff. And then they got um, to play the buddy cop. uh, What's the name from Family Matters? The dad. Uh, Reginald something. Yeah, he didn't even yeah. look the same when they showed him. And he went, yeah. He didn't look the same at all. Like He looked like a totally different guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that's, that's who that is, right? It's, it's yeah. the guy yeah, it's, matters. Yeah. He always plays a cop. Yeah. And he does. And, and I don't know, man. The, the, whole, the whole thing is, is like when they did this, it's like next thing you know, like after Die Hard, it was like we want to do Die Hard on a plane. We want to do Die Hard on a bus, and this is the same thing that they say in the show, right? Everybody wanted to have like the character that was the unseemingly action star, i.e., Enter Keanu Reeves, which got him, you know, this in Point Break, Speed, right? Right. Turn him into an action star. Um. And uh, there's a couple others out there, like the you know they're not the muscle bound freaks like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Stallone and and all these guys that are just ripped and like pack the gun and and do all this stuff you know and blow shit up right. It's the average Joe. Yeah. And that's what made this movie. That's what sold this movie, I think. And that's what started this you know phenomena of, of phenomena uh, phenomena <laughs> of of normal guys in action roles and yeah. i like it and like that's honestly that's probably what drew a lot of things to it you know what i mean that then drew... that pretty much stereotyped bruce willis though for like the rest of his life as an action i don't star. think bruce willis ever had a problem being no a... well no i'm sure he didn't yeah you know because he's he's a badass and he is a badass and this is the way he talks and acts he's like you know like he's like a little smart ass shit it's like that's fucking real, man. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's perfect. I don't Absolutely. Know. 
anyways, they ended up, the whole thing is, is like the million dollar shot or whatever, the building blowing up at the end. It's a, it's a model on a back lot with a remote control helicopter. They did one fucking take. That's all they had left in the budget. One take. God. There and, again, that one last take, man. And it's, they got it in one take, dude. Yep. Yep. They got it. That's awesome. I love that type of. I'm excited to see where the, what what they're gonna come out with next. I'm hoping that they do like they did with the toys that made us, and do you know, at least like three seasons, two or three seasons of those. Yeah, they got to do the Goonies. Oh, they got to do the Goonies. Oh my God, I can't wait for that. It's gonna be sad though because Sloth, Sloth is gone. You know. Oh, he is the so guy is, that played him. Yeah, I was gonna say so is um. What's his name? But I just wish he was gone. Who? Dude, you played Mouth. <laughs> it's freaking weird, oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Corey, Corey Feldman. Feldman. Yeah, he's yeah. weird, man. Weird. Yeah, I think the wrong Corey passed away, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, man. Yeah, he couldn't is... be where we are if it wasn't for Corey Feldman. No, so, I get it. Yep. He was you know, in. Uh, Lost Boys and all that shit. And fucking. He was in a Cor- bunch of. The Corys. The Corys. <laughs> He was in the Heathers too, right? Corey Feldman and Corey, both the I Corey's. Oh so, yeah, it was that License to Drive too, yeah, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. Cool. I think we need to get into some more movies in our new, next episode. Yeah, let's do it. I'm I'm all for it. And if you guys have anything that you want to hear us talk about, any topics, hit us up, man. Check us out on Facebook. Just find us on the uh, uh, Masters of the Retroverse Facebook page and the group by the same name. Come join us. If you're a toy collector or movie collector or whatever you got, man. Video games. Come on there. Yeah, video games, any of that stuff. Hop on there and show us your your collection. We, We love seeing that type of stuff. We're into just about everything. So... And I think that's about wraps us up for this episode, man. We're coming up on on our time. You got anything yep. else? No, man. Just uh, just keep on keeping them. Yeah, and we will be recording. Uh, well, like I said, today's the December 9th. so we're uh, we're gonna be recording this coming weekend. We're gonna try to do a live if we can on Facebook. So if you want to see a live. Go check it out on our Facebook page or group. I'm not sure which one. Probably the page. Yeah. Um, but we were going to do our annual Christmas movie get-together. And this year we're going to change it up because neither one of us can stand the uh, to, to watch the Star Wars Christmas special again. I just no. want to gouge my eyes out. Um, so we're going to do something different. And yeah. we're going to have lots of guests. We're going to have David's got a few people lined up that he won't even tell me about. So it's going to be a huge surprise and uh, we'll see where it goes. But we're going to have some pretty big name people on here with us to watch this fantastic Christmas movie that we chose. So make sure you guys all come check it out. Um, if you miss it, we will be posting it to our YouTube um, our YouTube channel. But you can also listen to the audio version of it right here where you find our wonderful podcast. So what else you got, David? Anything? That's it, man. I think we're, I think we're about done. Cool. Let's wrap it up guys. Thanks for coming and hanging out. Thanks for listening and all that good stuff. And we will see everybody on the next time. 
And remember, there's nothing wrong with living in the past. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.